Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. This episode of Untold Physio Stories is sponsored by Edge Mobility System. Edge Mobility System is your online site for everything a PT, OT, DC, MT, ATC, or fitness pro would need. Get certified in blood flow restriction therapy or training online. Check out our full modern manual therapy seminars, ISTM toolkit, edge suspension trainer, portable tables, and more. Untold Physio Stories listeners can save 10% by going to edgemobsys.com. That's E-D-G-E-M-O-B-S-Y-S.com slash untold to save 10% off their first purchase. Edge Health and Tech Solutions. We do websites that work for you and give you an edge over the competition. Did you know that you have less than 10 seconds to capture someone's interest in your website before they click away? How about the fact that most people are accessing your website from their phone? Save thousands and get a fully mobile, appealing, and SEO-optimized website linked to your social media, email list, and Google My Business. All for one low price and no monthly fees. Why not keep doing what you do best in your business and allow us to handle the tech side? Let's get started. Find us at edgehealthandtech.com. Welcome back to another awesome episode of Untold Physio Stories. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E, and with me, as sometimes, is Dr. Andrew Rothschild. How's it going, Andrew? Good, Dr. E. How are you? Great. Great. So I hear um, that what you see on social media may not be the truth or portray real life. Is that that what the story is about? To a certain degree, yes. It's not. It's you know. It's just that, especially um, over the last few weeks that we've been dealing with this COVID nineteen pandemic and a lot of the stuff you see on social media, which is mostly correct and well intentioned for people in pain and dealing with things and stay active and get moving and do all this kind of stuff. Um, but sometimes, in certain situations, it's not what is the best thing uh, for everybody. So it's it's always as we know with like what what you know when we get questions what should you do with this what should you do with that it's always the answer always is it depends um, and that still applies. Okay. Nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for this is a story, but this is what happened to me just recently. As you know, I've had I'm almost twenty years post um, lumbar fusion. Uh, L4-5, that's what got me into physical therapy. I had a spondylolisthesis. Um, I have since broken my hardware. That's been, happened uh, probably about 18 years ago. Um, and I've done really well in terms of having very few major flare-ups in the past 20 years. I've had maybe three, I would say, um, that I can... Which, which anyone could have had despite surgery, no surgery or right. anything. I mean, three and... Three and uh, 18 years is pretty good for a low back pain. Yeah. You know, I've had periods of just general discomfort, aching, you know, tightness. And that's kind of been my norm, I guess, for quite a while. But anything, you know, more than that, it's like I said, it's been very minimal. But I had an incident about three, a little over three weeks ago now 
Um, my symptoms initially were on my left side. And all of a sudden, I started, ha- I woke up a Saturday morning and I had like aching into my right thigh. So it was sort of down the, you know, the front, the front part of the thigh down to the knee, um, some tightness in my sort of my right lateral hip and my back. And I could not like extend, extending and right side bending, just shot it right down the leg. Um, and it was a little concerning again, cause I've had that, it was the opposite side of where I've had symptoms in the past. And it was, there was no specific mechanism. I have a good idea of sort of a sort of a cascade of various things that kind of led to it that kind of was building probably slowly over the course of several months. And this was just the last sort of finishing touch. But um, what I found for me, the best thing was sitting. If I sat, I had no symptoms. But standing, you know, standing, prolonged standing for any amount of time, even you know, for the first few days, even putting weight on my right leg was very uncomfortable. Uh, I walked with a limp for the first, you know, three, four days. You know, I, like I said, I could not extend. I couldn't side bend. I had been doing a lot of walking, obviously not working quite as much. I had more time in the afternoon to go for walks in the neighborhood. You know, even walking half a block, my leg would start to get achy. Um, I didn't have any loss of sensation. I do have a little bit of weakness on my right leg, as I can I can tell with certain things. Not like true myotomal loss, but like doing a single leg squat out of a chair no problem on my left for multiple reps. It's m- much harder on my right, much more of a struggle. Um, and that was not the case before. But the last couple of weekends, really what I have done is been sitting on a sort of Adirondack style chair on my, on my front porch reading when it's been nice out. And I, I literally sat like two weekends in a row, like six to eight hours each day with like very little, only getting up once in a while to go get something to eat or go to the bathroom, but just sitting and reading. And I read like three books and that was like the best thing for me. And every day, you know, every day from the onset till now has gotten better and better and better uh, every day. But I found um, that really not doing something was actually the best thing for me, not necessarily doing stuff. And I think for pretty active people, like I would consider myself Sometimes that's the best recipe is not doing more, is actually doing less. And a lot of people maybe who aren't very active naturally, that's when a lot of those people often need to do more uh, in certain situations. But I think that the general rule of thumb is that, you know, in, you know, good advice tends to be to people is to stay active, you know, do more, walk, take break, you know, do exercise. We're seeing a lot of videos and things on ways to do a lot of stuff at home because gyms are closed or people aren't able to go to uh, physical therapy sort of for in-person appointments or how can they modify things and do things at home. But I think we can sometimes get a little bit, you know, go a little bit too far down the, down the rabbit hole with like more, 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 when in some situations less is actually more. Yeah. I think uh, people often forget about, avoiding triggers as part of desensitizing the system. Although I can't tell you if I would have ever prescribed six to eight hours of reading. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot of, of inactivity there. And again, you know, I guess it's just a novel solution for you as an active guy. Yeah. But I think, you know, obviously the advantage being is that with what we know as physical therapists and with my experience and background and having been 
you know, sort of being my own therapist for most of 20 years, um, I have a good sense of what I should and shouldn't do for the most part. Um, I think I should say that most of my flare-ups, pretty much all of them have been self-inflicted. So it's also, you know, kind of when you're doing well, sometimes you forget and sometimes you do some stupid things maybe. Um, but yeah, that really was like, you know, I could not do like trunk extension. I could not do a cat cow. You know, when I go into extension, it was just lit me up. I tried doing even some side bends towards that right side, like side glides, and that would just lit me up and made it worse. So my solution was, well, sitting feels good. I'm just going to sit. And in, in the past, you know, sitting too long, I would get a little stiff and achy and I get and I move around and I feel better. In general, moving and being on my feet, like I'm on my feet most of the day working, feels better. And another, another advantage timing wise is that obviously we're much slow. You know, we're still seeing some people in the clinic, but we're way slower. So I can sit a lot more during the day. And that probably helped a lot is the combination of as well. Um, rather than just only sitting on the weekends. But that's really what I found was like I would sit all day, you know, half a day Saturday, a lot of day on Sunday. I'm like, man, it's just, this feels so much better just not moving. You must be getting a lot of reading done. I said, I read three books. It was great. So are you fully recovered now? Not 100%, but it's definitely this, you know, the last couple of days, I, I was on my feet a lot more during the day yesterday and it didn't, my leg was really not very achy. Um, standing too, sometimes in the morning when I first stand, I stand for a little while and I'm making coffee and stuff. I can feel a little ache in the leg and my leg is still a little bit weaker, but it's like 85% better. And, you know, really just three weeks. And I, I, I didn't do any kettlebell stuff for the past three weeks. I did mostly just body weight stuff that felt, that felt okay. You know, all symptom free stuff. Um, so I still remain some level of activity from my, from an exercise standpoint. I, I rode a like, stationary bike, felt good cause I was sitting. Um, so it's still staying active in that sense, but like, um, otherwise I'd say, yeah, about 85 plus percent better. All right. Well, keep me updated. That's, uh, that's definitely an interesting solution that I probably wouldn't have, uh, discovered for a patient on my own. A patient probably would have discovered it though, because patients tend to sit more than they should. Although the patients who sit more than they should aren't getting better with sitting. (laughs) Right. Because they'd already be better. (laughs) And again, yeah, this is not a situation that I was, I, I wouldn't be prescribing this for most people either. And that's why I thought it was just an interesting thing to talk about because it's like, this has also been different from other flare ups I've had in the past where they've always responded to more to movement, just sometimes different directions of movement and different things. This was the first time I've had where like, okay, doing nothing uh, actually was the best thing for it in this situation. All right, Andrew. Great story. And Thanks, I'm glad man. you're feeling better. Yeah, me too. Um, so, where can people find you? People can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Spear underscore Physio. Well, you can find me, uh, Dr. E, at Modern Rehab Mastery. That's our new online mentoring program. It includes modern manual therapy, modern patient education, and modern strength training. It's three months with three mentors, so one month with each mentor, four weeks, tons of modules, lots of CEUs, learn at your own pace for a month, then move on. Um, so go beyond the seminar. You also get chat room um, with your mentees and mentors and live Q&As every week. Check out all my products, Edge Mobility System. We have the new Edge ISTM toolbox that includes the Edge Mobility Star and the OG Edge Mobility Tool, our Edge Restriction System BFR Cuffs. That's part of Dr. Kyle Coffey's 
Monastery Training BFR certificate. Uh, I hope to see you at a live eclectic approach course soon. That's modern manual therapy um, in US, Canada, and South America. And uh, make sure to rate Untold Physio Stories five stars on Apple Podcasts. You could also subscribe on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And as always, you guys have an awesome day.